0: Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi, everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here. And welcome to episode 101 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people for looking for more understanding in relationship, tips, tools, and strategies for making your life better. So welcome to today's episode. Today's episode of Tools, episode 101, is entitled Recovery After a Toxic Relationship. Still continuing uh, along the themes of toxic relationship and have been doing so for a number of episodes uh, now. Um, certainly not the only thing we cover. It just tends to be or seems to be um, where we're at at the moment. But I thought I would um, offer some general insights into the journey of recovery after leaving a toxic relationship because much like many areas of abusive Uh, domestic abuse, um, abusive dynamics in um, our relationships, um, it's not a clear path to recovery and it can be very confusing and mystifying and certainly not what we expect to find um, when or if, unfortunately, we've found ourselves on this journey. And it is the case that, unfortunately, um, there are so many incidences of, of abuse, um, that um, there is a chance at some stage in our life that we are unfortunately going to find ourselves in a process of recovery or we will know people who are going through um, toxic abusive relationships or going through the process of leaving one or trying to find the courage to start a new space after. So that's why I thought this episode was important um, and it's a massive um, area just in and of itself. So I certainly can't cover everything, but I thought I would definitely explore a few things to watch out for if you're on the road to recovery or if you are um, supporting someone who's in the process of recovering from a toxic relationship. Um, First thing to know, depending on how abusive um, the person's uh, partner was, or your partner was, safety, safety of yourself and your children. If you, if you ended up having children with this particular person, that's number one. Please understand that um, the most dangerous time, um, or, or potentially the most dangerous times, in a, that that, um, that present as far as when we're dealing with an abuser is when we challenge them, when we, when we threaten their level of control and certainly um, if they get wind that we are going to leave them and they're not ready for us to leave. Um, And often, for some of us, unfortunately, the the abuse actually escalates um, after um, the relationship ends. Um, And so for some people, the more logical choice, unfortunately, or at least temporarily, is to to stay. So step number one is is if... We're making sure that we're doing absolutely everything we can to um, keep ourselves safe. That's making sure that other people know that we're potentially in threat, um, that we understand the law, that we've got the documentation we need, that we're finding somewhere safe. Um, And again, it can be problematic because if we're under the roof as the abusive person, at least we know where they are. Um, So that sometimes what happens is when we feel that we should feel Safer leaving a relationship, actually we go through a period of feeling less safe. And it's understanding that the things that I'm going to be talking about, these are perfectly normal responses to a highly abnormal situation. Nobody goes into a relationship of love expecting other than, um, you know, love, validation, acknowledgement, respect. And sometimes to our shock and horror, we end up in an experience that's completely different to that. And it can really be stunningly, um, it can cause a great deal of cognitive dissonance because it is just so much not what our brain anticipated, not what our body and our heart anticipated. So this is part of what makes um, recovery from from abusive relationships um, so demanding is one is, is just the, the absolute shock, um, because we never saw, you know, you know, this is what we never expected, and, and 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 it's difficult to compute that the person who's supposed to love, love us the most, want to build a mutually wonderful life with us, is actually the most dangerous person to us on the planet. Is it's just, it's just astounding uh, that 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 is kind of. Possible, And so you, you've got to be so gentle with yourself. Um, if you've been with someone who's absolutely torn you down, um, has has worked on really um, making you feel that you're wrong, making you think that your thinking is inadequate, that you're inadequate, um, uh, and have really instilled a massive amount of fear and controlled everything and, and done all the thinking for you. Um, and really broken you down in some way, you know, it's it's going to take time to build yourself back up. It, it's going to take time to reestablish the trust in yourself and to reestablish uh, trust in others. Um, so it's so important that um, apart from our safety, we're starting to... Um, you know, again, we have to have so much gentleness and compassion for us because sometimes people go, "How on earth did I get myself in here?" But if, but if you if you've never been in an abusive dynamic before, well, how do you know what to watch out for? So you know, we were, we we didn't know. We just didn't know what we didn't know. Um, but again, we can really um, become our own harshest critic here. Uh, we can be filled with guilt. Um, not to mention if we're finally out of our relationship and it wasn't safe enough to feel anger and rage, then what's likely to come up now is the anger and rage. And having people around who are supportive, who don't try to think for us, who don't try to rush us um, it or, or overwhelm us with their own anger and frustration about the be- abuser's behaviour is just so very, very important. And you have to expect... That unfortunately, because these dynamics are so complex and so complicated, you are probably not always going to get the kind of support that you need. Um, because people um, will hijack your moment by becoming becoming very angry themselves. They might find it too difficult to deal with and shut down or distance themselves from you. Um, they may blame you um, because you know one of the things here is is. When we're on the outside, it looks remarkably clear cut Um, and that, you know, with any kind of situation when we're looking at somebody else's issues, that issue often appears far more easy to resolve than it actually is on the inside, um, where it's way more multifaceted and multi- and highly complex. So you can get people who victim blame because they look and go, well, why on earth would you stay there? Um, especially if people go back, um, and it is very common that um, uh, that people go back, um, and that that is part of the process sometimes. If we've if we're we're suffering from aspects of trauma bonding, where um, what can tend to happen is um you, you find that if someone's been remarkably cruel to you and then they stop, um, there's almost a disproportionate sense of relief and gratitude for that. Um, you know if the analogy I use is that uh, perhaps we're talking about a couple and, and the kids, and in this example, it's a mum and dad. And if mum cooks dinner every single night of the week, well, if things are consistent, we tend to, it just becomes the norm. You know, if people are doing kind, generous things for us, well, that just becomes accepted. Um, and then in the case of if mum cooks every night, well, you know, that just becomes ex- expected. And But then maybe, you know, dad whips out the barbecue tongs and he he, he cooks uh, once a month. He whips up the barbie or once a week. Um, and we often find that, you know, out come the congratulations and the accolades and the thanks You know, because dad cooked once. Um, uh, So, why? Because it's scarce and we tend to value what's, uh, you know, scarcity more than what becomes the commonplace and the norm. Not to mention if we're under distress and somebody relieves us from that distress and that pain, even if it's the person that causes us to who caused the pain in the first place, we have a sense of gratitude to them. So, um, we can end up with a, you know, trauma bonding can be very, very strong so that people would think that it, you know, when we, when we leave an abusive relationship, we're going to move on quickly. We're going to be super relieved, um, and, and, um, just so delighted to be rid of this person. Um, and while some of those emotions certainly do appear, the paradox is that sometimes it's harder to move past a toxic relationship than it is to move past a healthy one. Um, especially if there's these aspects of trauma bonding going on, um, where we've come to feel dependent on the person. Um, and we've come to rely on the person's thinking because, you know, in order to survive, we had to start thinking like them in order to stay out of trouble and stay safe. Um, we did the best we possibly could in a really abnormal situation to keep us safe as we could and, and, and if there was children involved uh, there too. Um, and not to mention if we're worn down by exhaustion, by distress, um, we've been constantly belittled and degraded, we are not going to be in, in um, an amazing mental space. And so all these things take their toll and all these things can take a long time to recover from and everyone recovers at different rates and speeds depending on the level of support you get, depending on the level of skillful support you get um, and depending on the individual. So it's important that we don't compare ourselves to other people and our progress of recovery. Some days we're going to feel wonderful, other days we're going to feel like absolute crap and we've got nowhere and then there's other days where we feel like we're just in a holding pattern. Um, But what matters is, you know, despite the two steps forward, one step back kind of analogy that over time we find more and more that um, we're coming into recovery, we're coming into clarity, um, we're able to um, grow in our sense of self-love, we're getting our strength back, we're getting our center back, we're getting our health back. Um, we're getting our spirit back. We're rejuvenating all of those elements um, and we're engaging in tasks that really help us to do that. And sometimes that can be a, a case of exploration and, and, and discovery because um, you might find that perhaps yoga works very, very well for you, but what works well for your friend is therapy. Um, and if we've got the time and the space and hopefully enough financial resource that we can um, and, you know, really, you know, self-care becomes in a, it's, it's not a luxury. It's a, it's a necessity. And that we, as I say, we're putting really good people around us and we're forgiving ourselves for something that wasn't our fault at all. Um, because again, you know, we can really start to get angry at ourselves. We can really start to blame ourselves. We can really start to feel guilty. Why didn't I see these things earlier? Why didn't I, you know, and I, I remember in a, you know, and especially if, you know, we're in real fear and uncertainty about, you know, that there's a sense that this person um, has absolute control over us and we're feeling really hopeless and helpless and powerless. Um, it's a long road back and you need to be really, really gentle. Um, but you have to understand how much absolute courage and resource um, it took just to get through. You you are amazing and you are amazingly strong. You may not feel too connected with that, but but you got through. But now you've got to get through recovery. Um, it's not over yet. And so and it's understanding that some people, like I said, will not understand what that process is like because the other element is you're going to potentially be dealing with uh, quite a lot of feelings and ambivalence, which means it's absolutely possible to still be in love with the person and in absolute fear of them at the same time. There's nothing. Nothing abnormal about that, you know. Th- this is such a a myriad of, of emotions. It's such a layer of complexity, and then we've got, you know, uh, you know, we've been run down physically, mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually, um, and and we're trying to desperately think our way out of a situation that somebody, in no way, shape, or form, in in the form of our um, supposed romantic partner wants us to think our way out of and is doing everything to subdiffuse that at the same time. Um, so this is these are astoundingly complex dynamics and um, you know you really need high-level help. You really need friends who aren't who are just going to hold space for you and sometimes you need to tell your friends how they can support you. People are not experts. Um, we 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 tend to Try to support the best way we possibly can and that may or may not help you and so you need to ask for the kind of help you need. I just need you to sit here and hold my hand while I cry because again, uh, when we're talking about as the emotions come up and they're not all going to come up at once, little things will be triggered over time if you're dealing with recovering from, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of what you went through, if you're dealing with chronic feelings of unsafety and hypervigilance, coupled with anger, coupled with guilt, coupled with still missing your per- your partner and missing a confidant and, and, and still loving them and wondering how on earth that's possible and what's wrong with me, but then I still love them. And like I said, please understand that that. Can, is a normal response to an abnormal situation and it's going to take time to move through. Um, not to mention a mountain of other sets of symptoms that are going to uh, appear from time to time and can sometimes be very intrusive in your recovery process. So you 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 have to give yourself time um, and avoid comparing your journey to to others. Really what it's about is you compared to you. You know, how am I... Uh, you know, this month compared to, you know, a month ago. How am I, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm taking a monthly inventory or a weekly inventory and I'm looking for those little wins, I'm looking for those little um, cracks of sunlight reappearing um, through the clouds. Um, for some of us, what the process is, is, you know, remembering what you were like before the relationship And when you find that you are starting to reconnect with the lost pieces of yourself, um, uh, that, that will be a glimmer of how you're getting back for some of us. Um, we, we aren't going back. We're not going to be the same. Um, perhaps because we were, um, in fantasy and naivety before. And, and this person gave us an unfortunate lesson in what, what potentially, um, can happen in human dynamics. But, but we, We, you know, with work, we come out wiser, we come out stronger, and we come out with a deeper sense of love, potentially, than we ever had before. So it's definitely, definitely possible to recover. There are days when you're going to feel like it isn't, Um, but if you um, continue to put um, your focus on you, not compare yourself to others, um, find good support, make sure you're safe, um, and just... You know have for yourself and work on that it might be a it might take time but we're getting better at l- the lovingness uh w- that you know what we expected from our partner that's what we have to give to ourselves. um that that you know i need to love me i need to be compassionate to me i need to nurture me um i need to stand in my own uh um truth around where i want to go as a person um and you know we start with setting very small goals um, and building them up as we get better. Um, it's it's not a great idea to rush. Um, some people want to kind of put it all behind them really rapidly, and so um, go into very quick um, and dramatic life changes uh, or or new partnerships. Uh, the best thing generally is actually you need time to repair to deal with the the. The absolute range of emotions that's going to come up, um, uh, you know, because again, with most of these experiences, it's not that our partner was all bad, um, you know. You know, if they were very charming, if they were very humorous, if they were capable of real romantic demonstrations, um, sometimes, and and that is, if you know, if um, uh, some some people, you know, again, it's it it really is that it's understanding that. You know, this is a person that wasn't all bad, um, even though they were very fixated on controlling us and felt entitled to use whatever method um, available to them to do that. Um, that didn't mean that in their own way, they didn't love us, that they, um, uh, you, you know, and that there weren't some genuinely good and delightful moments in our relationship. Um, and that sometimes can really fool us, put us into doubt, Um and especially if we, you know, the start was just like a fairy tale and fantastic, and I kept thinking, of surely it's going to go back to that at some stage, and instead um, things got, you know, worse and worse. Um, and like I said, it's it's about really finding the space to honour the feelings that come up and not judge those feelings. If feelings of love for your partner come up, if feelings of sadness and loneliness because you miss um, some of the things that you did together came up, then you're honouring those. If feelings of anger and rage come up, you're honouring those. um, If feelings of um, guilt and shame and embarrassment, um, that we're holding space for that. And and understand you don't have to do that alone, that you can... um, there are resources available um, and, and hotlines and, 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 like I said, the people around us um, that we, we don't have to walk the road of recovery on our own um, or, or support groups of other um, survivors uh, of abuse. So, um, like I said, this is a massive, massive uh, topic in and of itself um, in, inside um, uh, domestic violence, domestic abuse abuser dynamics, you know, the, the road to recovery, you, you can easily fill books with information about this. And like I said, the, the, the issue is that each person is going to be, um, have their own set of things to move through. Um, there's the commonalities, but again, the, the, um, the variation of that, um, the kinds of, um, <clears throat> pardon me, activities that work best to help you restore yourself, to help you feel strong again. Um, so, uh, the two main things to probably, or three main things here is, is, you know, be gentle on, on yourself. Um, like I said, you're, you're having normal responses to a very abnormal situation. Um, get, get good support around you and, um, make sure that you're, you've done everything you can to be safe. Um, and I wish you, if you're listening to this, and you're someone on that recovery road, wherever you are on that. Um, like a like I said, um, you know, understanding the strength it took to get through what you went through, um, and to find the road back to yourself, um, just amazing. And for those of us who are supporting people who are recovering, that we 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 hold space. Um, in a non-judgmental way for them, and just our presence, and and our non-judgment, and our compassion. Um, please don't underestimate how powerful those things are. That we're that we're able to let a person speak. We're able to let a person take their own time to recover. Um, and we're not saying you should be over that by now. You need to move on. Um, and we're we're really okay with whatever comes up. Where you know if they talk about the fact that they're missing their partner, we're not going. Oh my goodness, how could you be so crazy? Um, they were an absolute abusive pig. Then we're going. Okay, yeah, that happens. Um, I understand that. You know that, that like I said, we're able to hold space for the person and let them move their way through that. Um, and and like I said, that we're able to you know direct people to good quality support. Um, but above all, we're letting people move at their own rate and speed to reclaim their own lives. Um, and there are some, uh, there are some, definitely some, some excellent uh, resources. Um, two that I, uh, or one in particular, want to want to make mention of: should I stay or should I go? A guide to knowing if your relationship can and should be saved, which is um, the authors are Lundy Bancroft and Jack. Patricia, I think it is. Apologies to Jack if I haven't pronounced his surname. And there's a plethora of other really good resources um, out there that can help too. So um, apart from that, um, heavy episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you found it valuable. Um, and as always, in the sign-off, um, for those of you who've been listening along for the series for a long period of time or since the beginning, my profoundest gratitude, as always, for listening um, hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Um, if uh, you know you're just joining us, welcome. Hope you found it useful. Um, If you want to continue to support the show, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe, and leave a five-star review, as I'm really passionate about getting this kind of education. The more educated we are in our human dynamics and in our human relationships, both in our uh, professional and personal lives, the better our lives are, in my opinion. So this really is um, um, something I'm very, very passionate about, and... um, you also you can find the show on stitcher and Podbean, and you're welcome to um say hi at the website too and the episodes are available there um emergencetraining.com.au is the website if there's anything you want me to um do an episode on by all means if i uh, let, let me know um if i think i can contribute in some way to that topic i'll i'll definitely look at doing it um and uh Uh, As a coach and a trainer, I do one-to-one work um, face-to-face or uh, online or via uh, telephone. And I also do public and private trainings uh, around all aspects of human dynamics and uh, working on ways, hopefully, that we can have better quality relationships and be more productive and profitable at the same time. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode and until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now.